0: All right, we are live with Rita Ainsworth. Uh, today we are on the podcast, we're going to cover uh, crush B- BFCM. So we're coming into busy fourth quarter. Uh, obviously, we don't want to get crushed by it. Um, talking about something I think that's a little bit different than our typical podcast, kind of what we discuss, and I'm kind of excited for it, I and mean, we've got a lot of great feedback on this, um, is how to deal with the stresses through this time not only this time but like in the last few calls that we've had uh, on podcasts with a couple of people um, more on the agency side we've been talking about just how stressful this world is Uh, media buying agency life all of that how much work clients are and this kind of what we're going to go over today i won't spoil it too much but how to communicate how to deal with those stresses uh sounds like we're going to talk about balancing home life with that as well and that's kind of what you specialize in and i think rita if i'm not mistaken you kind of come from we were talking a little bit before and you've been in ad leaks for about four years but you also prior to just to, to focusing on this come from the media buying world so um you know you kind of understand i think this the stresses have in my opinion have compounded tremendously over the last four years but you at least understand uh the market and kind of what is all entailed with uh you know doing what we're doing which I think is really really important
1: yeah I was um yeah I joined 2018 uh it's been yeah really good amazing help when I was media buying and I was in the In the agency world for three years, I'm kind of dipping back uh, my toes into that world again. And it's nice to be back. I feel like, um, you know, Media buys is almost like a Navy SEALs of the marketing world. (laughs) (laughs) There's uh, there's lots of pressure, lots to handle. And um, there is a lot of stress. And I feel like during this Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you know, all prep and during that event, it just gets uh even more um obvious how stressful this uh this job is
0: yep I know, I know um it's funny it's funny you talk about the navy seals um because it's it's we are in the in the thick of it now so it's like kind of going into you know foreign territories <laughs> where you, <laughs> yeah. you don't want to be and you're in combat and um especially now i I've said it and I said it again clients have become seem like they become more and more ruthless uh just business owners and in, in in general like uh it's very very hard these days I think to find good clients so um another thing and I don't know if we're going to go over that but maybe setting expectations of like being a, setting those expectations when you're onboarding new clients or you're dealing with vendors mm-hmm. whether you're a business owner or an entrepreneur like that way it's you know set in stone Uh, a plan so that way you know what you're dealing with and how to deal with it but um, I know you have like a presentation you're going to share yeah if anybody has any questions feel free to dm them in the messages or you can send them to me uh, if you don't feel comfortable and we'll kind of jump jump into those as they come in Um, so yeah I know if you want to share your screen
1: cool let's do that let's get going all right let me do this Back to the beginning. (laughs) All right. So uh, I am Rita Ainsworth, um, International Coaching Federation, accredited coach, human potential coach. And as Justin said, you know, what qualifies me to talk about this is that I worked um, in an agency for three years. Started back in 2018 um, as a junior, worked my way up managed multiple media buyers. So yes, I know how how stressful it is, how challenging it is, what comes up. And uh, this kind of <laughs> sums up our world uh, when you can never switch off when you always have to be on. Um, so yeah, really hats off to everyone who's doing this job, who's doing media buying, who's running agencies. It's not easy. Nope. And um, yeah,
0: and it's funny you was, say that about switching off the ads, because, you know, up, up before iOS stuff with all the iOS changes, you used to be able to use rules pretty strategically, you know. Hmm. But now since we have all of those delayed signals, a lot of yeah. the things that would help take those stresses off, uh, you know, you can't use as still use them, but not to the level of um, the abilities you used to be able to do just because of the, the way that the platforms mm. have had to migrate and change, thanks to good old Tim Cook over at Apple. So,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there challenges. Uh, there's so many new challenges for sure. Yeah. Um, the things I'm going to talk about today: the three elements of success. Um, not taking an, into account technical skills. Uh, there's so many, you know, courses already out there on that. Uh, I don't think I've got anything else to add. <laughs> uh and uh i feel like the last one uh, will be the kind of the the piece that glues everything together the technical skills the um and the communication the how get how to get stuff done so yeah we'll dig into all of that and first kind of let's let me define success i think it's easy to sometimes think that success is just getting results mm. But what I've found from my experience, um, you know, getting results for clients and still feeling like okay, it's never enough. I'm not enjoying my life. It's it's yeah, being in being able to enjoy your work instead of dreading to open that ads manager in the morning, um, yep. feeling energized, um, feeling on top of things instead of feeling like you're constantly anxious and stressed and um, your worth isn't attached to how well you know campaigns are per- performing it's the success is being able to feel okay with your you know who you are and how everything's working and having that balance in life
0: i think a lot of that too with success in the way that you feel like kind of what you're talking and feeling energized the thing that i noticed a lot of that is driven by the client or the vendor or the communication and how they how they feel um
1: mm.
0: you know because like for example in the past we've had clients you know uh six seven x ROAs on ads mm. and they leave because it's not good enough mm. but you know that you've done every i mean you know that those results are so stellar that they're yeah. just completely off in left field that, that the fact that they can't Make it work. It's not something wrong with you or your agency. It's something wrong with the business and the way they manage it and their yeah. profit margins. Um, because you're doing everything else that you can do. So, part of that is you know really having almost want to say like almost like you need to have a strong mindset, know that you're successful, and not let other people even maybe necessarily bring you down through that. Because I've seen that a lot in the past, and a lot of people get frustrated. Um, Mm. because they lose, because they lose the client or they, you know, they, the client's not happy and it's like, but you're doing everything right. Yeah. So do you have any like tips on how you would, uh, deal with a situation like that? So that way, you know, you know, what success is, you know, you're getting it, uh, but they're just bringing you so far down because of the way that they're treating you or the way that they're acting and just can't grasp that it's success.
1: Absolutely. It's one thing to remember and to go back to mindset is nothing is personal. Don't take uh, clients client stress as your own stress. Um, I've had that happen to me. I did a, a very successful like a, a million dollar launch for uh, a, a digital marketing uh, guru. And mm-hmm. uh, two weeks later, she left because she uh, already made up her mind of like, okay, I want to go and uh, you know explore a different agency. Maybe they promised different things to her, and you know the grass is always greener um, on you know on the other side. And I knew the like I knew that I did everything I could. I worked my ass off for that client. Yeah. And I said, okay, um, it's not my, uh, it's not my fault, and yeah. I'm not gonna take that on. Let her then go and explore, and I'll see, okay, what this is now freed up space for a new opportunity. So what's next for me? How can I use yeah. this to my advantage?
0: Yeah, the best part is when they come back. We've had that a few times where
1: yeah, the, the tail between back. the legs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and it's like you almost want to say, you know. It's double, yes. <laughs> I Shouldn't yeah. laugh, but I think that's something very, very important for people to keep in mind. A lot of it is your own internal mental strength and how you deal with things, but not let that destroy you or get to you. Um, it makes no. me stressful. Sometimes it's a big client and it, it, it can hurt, but um, having those proper, like what I was mentioning earlier, I think those proper expectations of mm. what results are and timelines yeah. to achieve those. Can maybe help with that, but yeah, anyways.
1: It's also communicating with the client. Okay, what's what's your responsibility? Not being afraid to say, uh, what I am doing is only a small part of the overall business Absolutely. goal. And yep. if we if we as media buyers take on the whole responsibility to make you know business succeed, then we're setting up ourselves to for
0: failure. Yep. yep. And I think a lot of that comes in like we there was one a while ago where like the business wasn't doing well say and you're collecting all of these leads but you're not sending emails and yes. you're not you're not doing your own internal marketing efforts well then your yeah. ads are never going to be successful right so no. there's a lot of like you said a lot of moving parts that you're just a small part of their mm-hmm. internal team that is doing the other things that you may not be doing. And it's very important to have those conversations because that drives results and that drives success.
1: Yeah. yeah as, you, as you said, uh, setting expectation from the get-go and then having maybe quarterly meetings and realigning, resetting those goals and making yeah. sure that a lot of times I notice that it almost becomes uh, you against uh, us and it should be a teamwork. Everyone yeah. should be moving in the same direction, so yeah. communication is super important.
0: I think you're going to talk about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's next. <laughs> we already covered quite a lot of it. Um, specific? What's specific for? Um, I guess, yeah. Overall, communication uh, going to be major part of the success, um, and anywhere in life, in business. Um, what's important for Black Friday, uh, Cyber Monday specifically offer, uh, it's not the time for, you know, who's, uh, maybe product is the best. Who's got best testimonials. Who's got best creatives. It's like, okay, what's the offer Because everyone's in the, in the get the best, uh, deal kind of a mindset from the customer's yep. point of view. So, uh, how can you present that? How can, can you present that, that to your, uh, potential customer?
0: early, I always say um Black Mm -hmm. Friday has gotten one of our big key secrets and I think we're going to probably do a live on Black about Black Friday stuff next week but you should already be running Black Friday offers they should have already launched I mean it's kind of crazy when you look back I'm 36 I'm 38 now and you look back to when I was in high school like it it wasn't really a thing you know in 2008 2009 it was maybe one Mm -hmm. day and now it's become the spectacle of a whole like some brands are running it all month. So yeah. the faster Fast. you get your Black Fridays up offers up, yeah. the faster you get the money before the average consumer runs out. Cause they're being, you know, every year they're starting earlier. So
1: mm. I saw a very cool um, it was an ad, it was post from Metallica. They said we have Black Month <laughs> instead of Black Friday. And yeah. uh, yeah, they're selling their T-shirts and whatever else. I'm gonna as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I thought it's great, especially that they have you know black album and and it ties in really well. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, positioning like how can you make whatever you already have uh, sound better? Like is percentage of better than uh, uh, you know dollar value off um, or pay X and get X free? Um, how do you bundle things like is there some stuff in the you know in your warehouse that you want to get rid of that you could add into uh your offer uh combining discount that was a, a lesson for me a couple of years back mm-hmm. um client yeah. was um client only agreed to do 15 percent off for black friday but they already had you know permanent discounts on the site so yeah. we first we just had First day, 15% off, uh, and the results were basically poorer than normal day uh, would be. And then we combined and we managed to get that, you know, the discount uh, to like up to 53% off. And as soon as we changed it, like the royals doubled. So it's like, okay, what do you already have that you can work with uh, that will definitely improve that offer?
0: Right, right. Yep, agreed.
1: Um, next thing, agreed responsibilities. It's not. Don't assume anything. Don't assume that client knows what they're responsible for. Uh, don't assume that uh, they, you know, they know what you're responsible for. Just make take that responsibility on on. Make a list of needs what needs to be done. Delegate accordingly. Keep track, and uh, yeah, just that will be so much helpful for everyone Um, it's like you know during surgery everyone has the checklist so even like doesn't matter how simple the task is like you know the cleaner has a a, her own checklist so yeah agree that don't um leave anything as you know assumed because that can bite you in the ass (laughs) Um, get your Clients, um, or any other team members' phone number, because there the might be a situation that you're gonna need to resolve. Maybe you know there's tech glitches on a site, or there's a massive scaling opportunity, and you only have you know limited budget. But you see that okay, there's there's so much that you know you could uh, do. But if you had more budget, like get that phone number use it don't abuse it (laughs) you know if you are a client then let the media buyer do the the work but yeah if you're a media buyer then get your client's phone number get the people who in charge of the tech their phone numbers and uh, use those because yeah sometimes you know if someone's got their slack notifications muted and they don't see something that is important and you know time-sensitive, then this is going to be just a peace of mind for you. Another thing, don't forget to talk to your family. Uh, you know how stressful it is uh, and you may be, you know, maybe you're making assumptions that they, they also know, but just making sure that you have these conversations, just reiterating, even saying to them, you know, what you need, do you need to be left alone? Do you need their support? Do you want them to bring you coffee and uh, food while you're crazy busy? Um, And perhaps even, you know, agreeing uh, time off, because this falls uh, for, you know, if you're in in the States and you're celebrating Thanksgiving, that's during holiday season when you would want to be with your family. So agreeing the time that after after the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, okay, maybe you can take time off and plan this uh, time that you missed with them and do something nice. Uh, And it's actually, you know, quite... uh, We don't do that enough. We don't do nice things for ourselves. And this could be... Like taking a day off and do, doing something that we normally don't do after Black Friday Cyber Monday could be a really nice um, reward, something to look forward to, and uh, uh, slightly reduce that uh, that pressure and that stress. So next thing, um, it seems I lost Justin, so I'll I'll get going until he's back. And uh, um, no, I'm here. Oh, Are yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yes, yeah, so next thing is getting stuff done. Um, once you communicated everything, you know what's happening, You you then do things in certain order because that will make your life much easier. So first you have your offer. Without offer, you can't really write copy. You can't get creatives in place. So that's first. And then last thing is, you know, is there a different website that URL that you need for Black Friday, Cyber Monday? Um, if not, then uh, you know, when is that changing over and, and uh things like that? So um once you have that order in place, what can be you know, what can be done in advance? You maybe don't need to rush last minute. You can build out your audiences, you can build out campaign shells, you can have your bed, budgets calculated and the last thing that's left is you plug in your ads and you schedule them when when everything comes back from if you have creative teams, copywriters, Um, there'll be a lot that will have to be done. So um, set time limits for your tasks. So if you need to write copy yourself, like, okay, how many uh, hours you're gonna um, allocate for that? Because otherwise, you can spend whole day perfecting it maybe procrastinating but if you have certain time limit it'll push you and uh, you'll get stuff done and uh, it'll be much more productive
0: do you go um, over anything about like building plans for execution to alleviate the stresses at all in terms of like helping people if they have big teams to help like formalize ways that they can strategically roll that kind of stuff out from a media buying perspective to make it easier on the team for less stress, better communication, Mm. things of that nature.
1: I think it's, what's important is work backwards. It's like, okay, when is the, when does the sale start? When does, when do the campaigns need to uh, go live? Then how long it will take to approve for Facebook to approve them? So when do the ads need to be plugged in? Um, so okay, how long does it take to get copy written? Uh, let me let me think about like okay, how many days do I need to give my creative t- copywriter you know notice and give him the the de- deadline? Yep. Um, incorporate all those you know review uh, revision times back and forth. Like if you can estimate roughly how long each part gonna take and set milestones, and then add maybe 30% on top uh, of what you estimated just to have a bit of leeway because things are going to go wrong, they always do. Um, And that's going to help to work backwards and then like milestones, a bit of of flexibility. I think that's what's going to help. Right, right. Um, And then, yeah, when you're executing batching tasks, similar tasks, so, you know, Um, if you're writing copy, write copy for all of your clients. If you put in creative requests, do that at the same time. If you building audiences, build, you know, make a list of those and build those out. So that, uh, going to prevent the attention switching and attention switching is basically using up your energy, uh, your mental energy, your physical energy, um, turn off notifications, (laughs) whatever, you know, if you don't need, uh, slack and whatever Sana and any other notifications popping up um while you're doing work like turn everything off like i was in um i was doing something last week and uh, i went into slack to get an answer and 15 minutes later i realized that i'm going through these loops in uh, you know different channels lighting up and then I kind of like almost way woke up from this, you know, <laughs> dream. that's like, oh, I came in just for one thing, and I'm still here. So um, that attention switching gonna uh, pull you away from what you have to do. So notifications off, uh, focus on the task at hand, and that will make um, everything smoother, and you'll get stuff done quicker. Um, Recovery has, is is as important as doing. So if you want to be productive, you have to take some time off. Um, we are not built uh, like machines. We can't go from first thing in the morning to last thing at night. Uh, we are like everything else in nature. Work in cycles, and these rhythms. So the ultradian rhythm—it's like our our rhythms throughout the day throughout 24 hours—and um, This is kind of just a ballpark, 90 minutes, um, high productivity work and 20 minutes off. Uh, It's very personal. For example, like I'm a morning person, I have more energy in the morning, so I can work for like maybe two hours, um, high productivity, um, get into the flow, and then I need 20, 15, 20 minutes off. And then in the afternoons, I am not, I need more breaks, so I would work 45 minutes an hour and then take a break. So that's how you're gonna stay productive instead of like, people say, I'll just push through. It's like, no, you're not gonna push through. Maybe you will, but the quality of work that you're gonna produce is not gonna be at the same level if you take a break.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um,
1: What do you do during the breaks? I think uh, all of us um, who are in this like analytical mindset who use a lot of left brain, uh, who looks at numbers, who does lots of strategy, we need to switch and do something a bit more creative. Um, Music, uh, singing, going out for walks in nature, anything that helps you to uh, rest that analytical mind. Um, gonna be helpful i know there's tendency to grab phone and scroll through social media there's an immediate dopamine hit and that gives false um kind of a belief a uh, uh, kind of feeling that you are resting but really you're still continuing to drain your energy so if grabbing phone is for you to want you know want to be connected with someone um phone and maybe call call your family member call your friend and say i've got five minutes i just wanted to chat and you will gonna have a real connection instead of that you know false false one that's gonna continue draining draining you um have fun like what do you like doing what's fun what do you like doing as when you were you know a kid take up some hobbies i know that a lot of people cool have hard time switching off is because they haven't thought about their uh free time they love work and then after work there's like oh i don't want to be doing chores or you know i haven't come up with anything that i can do so sit down and make a list of maybe new hobbies you'd like to try maybe you know painting drawing singing anything some physical activity so have fun I don't think we have enough fun uh, in life. So uh, that's the opportunity. I give you permission. <laughs> um, so yes, last piece, man- mindset. And I think if you want to get stuff done, if you want to communicate clearly, if you want to um, push past what's comfortable, you have to develop this. Mindset uh, mindset's kind of, you know, it's it's another skill. It's another muscle. And I feel like, um no one teaches us that no one teaches us that at school uh, no one teaches us that at home um it's only if you're an elite athlete or in elite military you're gonna get that mindset training so uh, it's something that can be developed um I started back in 2006 um and uh, doing that firewalk really challenged my beliefs of what uh i can do what i'm capable of and it made me realize that i can i just you know i limit myself and i since then I'm, i've am i been constantly challenging like what, are these are just my assumptions or is it the truth um and i've seen people throughout you know working in, in agency um Working with different entrepreneurs as a coach, my own experience, what comes up and again and again uh, when we don't challenge these is like you know, imposter syndrome is huge because we get immediate feedback from you know Facebook um, ads manager, what's working, what's not working, and the smartest, the most hardworking people I've uh, worked with. I have this fear of like, oh, I don't know enough. I'll get found out any minute. Like, I don't know, you know, why people think that I'm good. Um, that's like, that's a big, uh, big, big belief people have. Procrastination and perfectionism. People aren't comfortable with sucking. <laughs> you have to suck to be good at something. You have to suck at the beginning. And uh, how do you then, you know, um develop that um muscle of saying okay I'll just gonna enjoy being uncomfortable because I know that gonna lead me to something that is excellent um fears of all kinds fears of like communicating to clients fears of scaling fears of setting boundaries so what do you do about it I think first of all is like building awareness um Challenging your beliefs um, and not taking everything as truth. So awareness, awareness of what we can control. That's gonna give you um, more of, a, um, I guess, the feeling like, okay, I don't have to stress what I'm not in control of. So. What can you control during this period is like, how good is your offer? Maybe not completely because the client is going to have a big say, but you have influence. You can control the strategy. You can control the execution, your communication. Uh, What you can't control is how many people will log on to Facebook that day. World events, how good the competition is going to be, the platform itself. So if you can let go of that and just focus on what you can be in charge of, that will gonna, that gonna give you more of like that feeling of of empowerment.
0: And that can be hard to do because a lot of the times that drives results and then you get the stresses from client facing, vendor facing, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be.
1: Yeah. I think if you can uh, in advance communicate the strategy, agree that, okay, this is the, this is the best we have come up with, uh, get the, cl- the client on board. And then after, you know, afterwards the results come in, you see, okay, where was the breakdown? How, how can we take this? If it wasn't even, if it wasn't successful, how can we take this as a learning and improve it next year or improve the next promotion? Cause Okay, Black Friday, Cyber Monday is huge, uh, but there's also uh, Christmas, uh, Boxing Day sales, there's Easter, there's like, you can apply these learnings throughout the year. So, how can you then turn the uh, negative into the positive and present that to the client? Awareness uh, on and shifting your perspective. Like, yes, it's important, but it's not everything um i'd say you know get a get a life get like get this is not the only thing that is important like you also have your friends your family your you know what's uh your purpose like what's driving you like work is just one part so don't make it bigger than it has to be um knowing that you can only just do your best if you know that you did everything if you executed to your best ability if you communicated to your best ability um then that's enough to just have that feeling internally and uh you can't do more than that like that's you can do your best learn and then apply these learnings next time and and repeat like that's so that's the only thing that is required from all of you um awareness around the chat the chat happening in our heads we all have those um and if you think that you don't then there's the voice that it's saying to you at the moment that you don't is the that's one of the voices um and there's a lot of judgment that we all have so noticing that uh judge voice and there's additional ones that we form during like the first eight years of our lifetime, of our life, based on our, you know, upbringing, parents, teachers, countries, cultures, that all impacts our different, you know, that ego, that self-identity and all all of those um, voices were very useful um, as a survival mechanism when we were little, but they're still here when we are grown-ups and instead of being useful they can hinder our uh, performance our progress so noticing those voices you can actually do the test Um, it's positiveintelligence.com just to see what are your top ones and Mm. once you notice that little voice you can say okay is it helping me or is it actually stopping me from uh, performing at my best ability um so why awareness is important um you realize what is really here uh it gives you objectivity it then creates you can create that space between you and the situation and the thoughts and the emotions and that space is it feels like it's nothing but that's the key like you react instead of reacting from impulse, from old patterns, from old behaviors, you can make a choice at that point. Do I react or do I respond? Um, so having having the choice will really empower you to make change and to um, live life differently, live, live, live your life that um, you want to live instead of being being led by the by the old uh so a couple of tips to increase awareness meditation um it's easy it's not meditation isn't about not thinking like we are never gonna as as mortals as not monks who meditate for you know hours a, a day we're not gonna have a, a, you know non thinking so our job is just to to notice oh i've been thinking so you know but If you start with five minutes of meditation a day and if um, in the first first time you just, you know, whole, all five minutes, you're just thinking and then at the end it's like, oh, okay, I've been thinking that's, a, you know, that's a success. That's like next time if you notice that you've been thinking twice, that's progress. So uh, that's what's going to build that, you know, that awareness muscle. Um, journaling, getting stuff out on paper. There's lots of research around it that uh, helps with stress levels, um, all that anxiety. So you can do that throughout the day. Uh, if you notice that something's triggering you, causing anxiety, or you can do it at the end of the workday, a very good tool to just say, okay, I am done now. Uh, I'm going to write down what, you know, what came up and then move into a different uh, phase of your day, like, you know, Maybe your friends, family, uh, life, and kind of that's how you can differentiate. Um, I know it helps some people with sleep. Um, if someone has trouble falling asleep, just writing everything out—that's you know what's been on my on the mind, um, processing, letting go, and unpacking the the story. So, although I think we don't talk about emotions a lot, there's you know. at least for me like when i was growing up there was no one talked about emotions in my family there's no talk about emotions you know at school it's like you just you know you just do stuff and you don't talk about emotions
0: there's a lot going on with the spin wheel. can you talk us through so
1: we kind of we mainly know these very like uh, big groups of emotions like you know sad or angry or fearful Mm -hmm. and it helps to just kind of start digging deeper and going under each of those and identifying like okay i am angry but what exactly like you know what does the anger mean and Drilling down so I can share that as a resources like, okay, what does the anger mean, where it's coming from and starting to unpack and then these kind of when emotions come up in a physical body as like a chemical process, they only last 90 seconds, like any, doesn't matter how, you know, strong the emotional is, that would be processed in 90 seconds what stays is the story like you know some something some situation some person made us angry that's that's being like the the story you're gonna attach it's like what what got us triggered maybe when five years ago ten years ago it's like that's what you're still carrying it's not the existing situation uh it's what happened in the past and if you can drill down into like to the, the point when you first time felt that emotion and let go of that and process that, that five years ago, then you're not gonna get triggered again uh, in the future or you'll get triggered less and less uh, as as you unpacking these, these emotions. So useful tool, like having that wheel of emotions um, on a desk and kind of um, looking at it from time to time is like, okay, I'm not just uh, angry, there's something a bit deeper there. Um, Then uh, next, um, there'll be still stress. Um, With that awareness, um, there'll be still stress left. And um, when we're in stress, we are in a sympathetic nervous um, response. So it's fight or flight. uh, And we want to switch into the parasympathetic, rest and digest. Uh, It's okay to be stressed for a short period of time when we need extra boost of energy. Um, But it's when we are stressed all the time, that's uh, when it causes health issues, um, adrenal fatigue, mental health issues. So uh, we want to be in that uh, rest and digest uh, state more more often. What helps physical release? Um, A technique called shaking. It looks interesting and funny but that's kind of that's what animal actually animals do uh after stressful response um if you know if they've been chased and they escape the they, you see them shake and then they shake that off and then they move on so all those chemicals that uh, appeared in your body um, get processed so sometimes you know people say oh uh, meditation is very good for stress release It depends. Uh, Sometimes there's so much pent up energy stress in in the body that if you sit and quietly, it's it's actually gets worse. So you want to get it out physically. So shaking or any other physical release, um, any exercise, walking, running, martial arts, uh, waiting, uh, lifting weights, like something that you enjoy if you hate running don't hate you know don't go running <laughs> to release stress <laughs> that will be counterproductive so but um getting getting the stress out of the body physically sex do that <laughs> um yeah getting that out of your system gonna gonna help you cold exposure uh not all of us have cold lakes maybe you know people in canada um but finish you know finish with cold shower um that's gonna switch uh that, you know um
0: although what is the like what's the actual chemical that's being like what is the chemical you're trying to or like the
1: so this act- the
0: body that you're trying to get rid of
1: uh so this activates vagus nerve so vagus nerve is a nerve that runs uh throughout the body it um it's the one that controls that sympathetic parasympathetic response. So yeah. cold exposure activates that. Um, and uh breath work is very good for that. Um, it's called box breathing. Um, Navy SEALs use that. Um a lot of uh like you know in meditation. So inhaling for, holding for, exhaling for, and and then uh rest which is also holding which is four. uh if any of you listening had some some like a serious traumatic experiences uh holding breath might uh actually trigger anxiety like a panic attack so uh holding breath isn't uh, then advised so you yep. can I- inhale um, four and maybe exhale six that kind of a slower exhale gonna help to <laughs> reduce the stressed um singing country singing is been proven to be the best for uh uh activating the vagus nerve again it's just behind the vocal cords so when you sing when you even when you hum so you know if you're doing something humming is good for you uh singing doesn't have to be good also good for you um and then so that's all the prep what do you do on the day it's kind of like, it's almost like you are a, a performer, you know, you practiced your lines, you got everything ready. That's the day uh, for you to just have fun. It's the only mm-hmm. day that you're going to, or weekend, you're going to be able to have these uh, bigger budgets. Like, and I don't know, I, I feel like, you know, when I was media buying, it's, it's adrenaline sport right what we do <laughs> and uh big budgets is it's fun to manage it's fun to handle um and uh i think the uh what did i do i think i was one hundred twenty thousand in the day that was uh, like you know i loved it it's just uh um that you know that buzz you get um spending that much money i don't know maybe i'm just <laughs> adrenaline junkie or something yeah yeah stay calm um you have not just one day if something's not working first day assess you still have the rest of the time left to capture you've captured everyone in different audiences like okay how you how you can still monetize them in whatever the time left uh be responsive uh if something's working great uh don't wait you know there's no it's not the time for waiting You know to optimize and things like that it's just be responsive and see are you scaling up you're scaling down um but don't overreact as i said you know stay calm you've got time to assess the situation because the budgets are bigger you have more data to to see you know what's happening um those who celebrate thanksgiving um I know there will be pressure from your family just to uh, spend time together and you want to spend time together and. Quantity doesn't mean quality, you can still have amazing time if you are there, if you're present, uh, if you, you know, when you're with them, be with them, when you uh, back at the computer, be there uh, and, you know, do your best. instead of wishing that you were somewhere else. And a couple of tips to, you know, how to be present is, you know, look at your campaigns, do optimizations and say, okay, now I'm gonna set a timer for whatever, you know, an hour, two hours, whatever you feel is um, reasonable for what you're doing, the amounts you're spending and have this little chat with yourself like you know nothing gonna happen in this time i can i can leave this here you know hopefully you're not gonna have the your laptop at the you know um thanksgiving table um you leave everything behind that door and when you come back it'll be there and you know that nothing gonna happen and uh, ground yourself with uh, breath work um ground yourself with just you know going back into your physical body into sensations feeling your feet on the ground and when you are with the family be there with them in that moment instead of thinking uh, what the you know how campaigns are going and um, you do that by just yeah, coming back to your breath and uh, knowing that time are gonna go off uh, you don't have to keep checking time you don't have to keep checking phone um, and everything will be still there when when you you know when you go back so yeah that's uh, that's what i had for for today um and yeah if there any questions i'd love to answer those
0: um one thing on the like this the family thing that's really hard to do when you that's hard to separate at any time work from like maybe some people are good at it that's something i guess i'm not very good at is how you mm. how you do that because there's just everybody needs so much and if you don't deal with it at the time then it just back piles and backlogs and then you have more work you know cuz then you come back and you have 10 times as much work and then people are waiting on you to respond and they get mad and you know um so yeah it's that's extremely difficult for me <laughs> just to segment mm.
1: I guess it would require a little bit of planning on your part and saying planning and communication. You know how what's what's required from your family. What do they need? What is needed right now versus what can wait after this? You know, if we if we are talking about this Black Friday Cyber Monday in you know, a period specifically, like what can be postponed? What has to be done? Um, mm-hmm and what's required, and then communicating, OK, maybe you you know, I know that I'm definitely not good at asking for help. Like, OK, can I ask someone for help with this um, yeah, yeah. if something's urgent? So yeah, a bit, bit of planning, talking through, being very open with your family. Like, you know, what are you going through? Uh, yeah. And seeing, can the pressure be alleviated? during this time and then, uh, pro, you know, planning in the, the responsibilities you do have.
0: Yep. I know we had talked at the beginning cause we're coming up on time here, but we had talked at the beginning of maybe possibly doing a small group sessions for ad leaks. Um, you want to talk about, about that, but basically what I'll do is I'll get a type form put together, um, and I'll get the material that, you know, uh, contact material that you want from them. And then i can get you a list um but you want to talk what would be included in that so that people know and then how that would work
1: yeah so i thought since we've got three weeks uh left till black friday we could do uh once a week so maybe what's today tuesday so maybe thursday um might be a good day to kick it off and then uh, um whatever day we agree um meet for an hour and, okay, what came up from the session? What do people would like to ask more questions on? What are they struggling with? Are there still some things that, you know, they've not got um, in place that they would need to talk through? So I think it would be quite fun to have like a group of 10, 15 pe- people and uh, each of them can share, okay, what are they working on? What still need to happen? And um, make sure that everyone has, you know, Strategies, tools that they need to get this um, um, yep. before before the twenty fifth. Okay,
0: yeah, um, I'll connect with you after. We'll stay on the call after we uh, okay. disconnect live, and I'll get the information that we need uh, yeah. for that. If you guys have any questions, uh, feel free feel free to reach out to Rita. Um, I will post the link later this afternoon uh, with the type form to get all the material we need to kind of put that session, hopefully put that session together. Um, and then we can kind of go from there and set it up, and then uh, you'll be in contact with each of them, um, and we'll cool. we'll get it squared away.
1: So yeah, and then if I, anyone has uh, sorry, if, if anyone has questions, um, then uh, just comment under the video. I'll I'll you know log you. in yeah tag me, and then I'll answer the questions. Um, I know that not many people could. Uh, be here live and those who watch a, a replay then can ask still questions yep.
0: yep well i appreciate the time um thanks everybody uh we'll look out for that later today i'll get that posted and then those interested that want to partake in some group sessions we will get that rolling so thank you yeah. rita Thanks, thank you Yep. all right